Calls home, calls home, makes you feel happy when you're all alone. Calls home, calls home, you will even like it if you're a garden gnome. Hello my garden gnomes and welcome to Calls Home. I am your guide, Les Cunnington. Thank you very much to Projector for the song I Am Shamed off of the 2018 EP, How Does It Feel? Their Instagram is at Projector Projector. Thank you very much to D-Man for the wonderful logo, DuncanHasty.com or at FollowDArt on Instagram. My Instagram is at CoolsHome. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate you all telling friends and spreading the word. And if you can be bothered, write me an iTunes review. It is always much appreciated. This is my call with Rob about Palomino. Hi Les. How you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm very warm. I'm warm. I think this is the least amount of clothes I've ever worn for a Calls Home recording. Wow, I feel so blessed to hear that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we FaceTimed uh, at the weekend and you were topless, so I can imagine that that's kind of where you are now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, saw you, I saw you at Elise... And Big T's Halloween party. That is correct. Yes. So you you won you won the Halloween costume the Harry, I, Pot- I Harry Potter costume competition. I, I did. Uh, it was fairly low effort. Um, but yeah, but you nailed managed, it. Man- managed to win. It was it was a fairly niche costume. So um, I was Victor Crumb when he was a shark during uh, one of the trials of the Triwizard Tournament. I love it. Um, I love it. Screen, actual, actual screen time was probably about three seconds. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you it's, don't know the film... It's the shot where the he's just, he transforms and then jumps in the water, isn't it? it no, so the shot is basically uh, Harry's trying to cut Ron away from his, like, what's tying him down under the water. And then this shark just appears out of the water, bites... Oh yeah, the, the yeah. vine underneath Hermione yeah. and she just drags her up into the um, I love up it. to the surface. So yeah, and then you see him turn back from a shark into a man when he hits the surface. <laughs> Very niche, but you know, it was worth it. I, I won them them chocolate coins. Oh nice, <laughs> wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. I think something more specific would cater towards what Elise wants more. So yeah. Like, I think so, yeah. Anyone there was, could there be was a, a lot witch of or a people wizard. in dress robes. Yeah, yeah, there was loads of dress robes, but it was it was pretty niche. <laughs> so, so, yeah, nailed it. Amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, I am calling you. It is three now 3.02 on the 5th of November 2019. I'm calling you from Casa Chapulín in Palomino on yep. the north coast of Colombia. Nice. Yeah, very, very, very nice. How, how long have you been there? So I've been here, what, five nights now. 
Five nights, yeah. It's lovely. It's, yeah, very, very warm. Yeah, palm trees. I'm sitting in a lawn. Near, near enough the Wi-Fi, but far enough away that hopefully you can't hear the music. <laughs> I can't. I, all I can hear is birds' song. Yeah, birds, birds is okay. Birds is nice atmosphere. It sounds like paradise. Yeah. It sounds like paradise. It's good, yeah. I'm not quite close enough to the sea that <laughs> you can hear it. Okay. I, I, I'm in, in my bedroom, and it is, like, I don't know, five degrees outside, rainy, drizzly. Good. The glad, glad to hear of, it. Of what you're what you're dealing with. <laughs> ah, yeah, glad to hear it. I've got my poker. Poker is the Colombian beer that I'm drinking far too much of at the moment. Nice. Which is very very nice. You have to sample the the local delicacies. That's, that's yeah. the whole point of yeah. traveling, yeah. no? Well, yeah. Speaking of, do you want to do you want to hear what I've been up to? Yeah, tell me all about it. I say that because our our story starts with the great call with Jack Salisbury. Starting yeah. with some lovely local delicacies because I went for pizza. <laughs> I tried to go to the Mexican restaurant, didn't realise it was closed on Tuesdays. This was Tuesday the 29th. So yeah, literally yeah. a week ago. Ended up going back to the pizza place, but that pizza was really good. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, uh, and you, you went for a Mexican in, in Colombia? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like... There's not a lot of, like, traditional Colombian food. Traditional Colombian food's very similar to everything else in, like, in Ecuadorian and Peruvian. It's just kind of, like, meat, rice, and some vegetables. But Colombians, yeah, like, they uh, don't have good spicy food. Like, some of them have nice spicy sauce on the tables or, like, a homemade yeah. salsa picante. But, yeah, a lot of their food isn't very spicy. Okay. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, I really thought it would be. Uh, then Wednesday the 30th was my last day I was in Barichara and it was my last day I'd got very used to having an affogato in the square so like some nice ice cream espresso in the main square because it was very warm each day Uh, and then came back chilled all day and then around 4.20 I left left my hostel and got the bus so this was me making my way here so 4.20 in the afternoon Walked down to the main square, got the bus to San Gil, uh, which took an hour and really, really pretty drive, like over hills and valleys to get to the main bus station at San Gil. And like, I hadn't seen this journey because by the, when I arrived at Barichara, it was in the night. So I hadn't seen sure. this drive yet. So, yeah, very pretty. I had a dinner at the bus station in one of the small cafes at the bus station. I had a chicken and cheese empanada some chorizo and like boiled potato with a bit of salsa on bit of a random <laughs> bit of a random dinner but the chorizo but did it taste good yes like the chorizo was amazing so i remember when i was working at the grove they always had these little chorizo sausages on the buffet and these were as good if not better wow yeah they were amazing absolutely amazing wow. had to, i went back for extras got some more and then, yeah, then got on the bus. So I paid 74000 for this bus. So you're looking, what, about... Gee, what is it? Uh, about £15, £16 pounds for this bus. And okay. everyone had warned me how cold the overnight buses are because basically in Colombia they will turn the air conditioning full blast no matter what time of day it is. 
So because they're really trying to keep the bus cool, it gets cold. So I actually had like my ski jacket with me for this bus journey because everyone was like, it's so fucking cold. Everyone, yeah, just super warned me about it. And it was, it really, really was. Uh, so this was, I was getting myself ready, ready and settled in for a 12 hour overnight bus ride. I've, I watched The Matrix on my laptop. Andy had recently watched The Matrix, so I was like, oh, I want to watch The Matrix. Uh, They're doing another one. Yeah, I know, I've heard. I, yeah. I'm worried about it. I'm not sure how I feel, but yeah, like, I will give it a go. Oh, of course I'm going to watch it, but like, where? Where does it go in the trilogy? Yeah, yeah, I'm a bit, a bit yeah. confused. I would love it if they, like, if it was completely removed from the normal story and it was mm. like Neo's in it but like it isn't a story about Neo like that's the, yeah that's a perceived story like if they try and put it into the the storyline shoehorn it in somewhere yeah because I mean isn't the actress that plays Trinity can't remember her name she she's in it as well but like uh, spoilers I'm not sure spoilers for the Matrix but she's dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> But yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see what the Wachowski sisters do with it. I'll be very impressed to see if they pull off something amazing. But I liked their work before, so we'll see. Nice. But yeah, but to, yeah, watched The Matrix, got comfortable, and like actually managed to sleep quite a bit. This bus was nowhere near as comfortable as some of the long overnight buses I did in Peru. But still, what's, the seat reclined quite far. What's the road surfaces like? Is it like... Road surface I've been is on good. Before. Road surface is good, but very zigs, like lots of windy bends going over hills, like cutting through mountains yeah. and stuff, or not cutting through, cut like going over the top of. My te- my technique is like I normally listen to like a podcast or something before I go to sleep, and sure. I what I do is I set up like eight eight to ten hours of a podcast I've already listened to, and yeah. just press play and leave it in my ear. So like as you stir quite a lot between stirrings you're at least like listening to something rather than just sitting there embracing the fact that you're not sleeping do you listen to your own podcast i don't listen to my own podcast <laughs> no although that would probably send me to sleep so it's probably not a bad idea well and also you know it'll push up your uh, plays too yeah that's true that's true <laughs> uh yeah so this 12 hour bus ride i woke up in the morning of the 31st and yeah, this 12-hour bus ride ended up taking 13 and a half. Long, long bus. I then mm. got straight off the bus at Santa Marta and got onto another bus. So literally within 10 minutes of getting off one bus, I got onto another bus and then onto this bus, which costs probably, what, about about three or four quid? It was a two-and-a-half-hour bus to Palomino. This bus like, super yeah. cheap. So are you, are you going to... You're just going to bypass Santa Marta. Santa Marta, yeah. Apparently it's not amazing. There's not much going on there. It's like, every, every, it's a fairly big city, but everyone says it's not very exciting. So I've just skipped straight past it. I thought, I, can't, I wouldn't be able to check in anywhere yet anyway. I might as yeah. well keep this journey going. So if all in all, this journey was like 18 and a half hours. No, 14. Yeah, no, 18. 18 hours from leaving, from leaving to arriving. Yeah, okay. ridiculously long journey. I think it's my longest all-time travelling door-to-door yet. Uh, <laughs> but the bus journey to get here was nice. Yeah, and then I arrived in Palomino, and it's just like, there's one main road going through it, 
you get dropped off just on the side of the road there obviously lots of motorbikes and taxis pull up to you and just like you, they see a new tourist and know that they could probably scam you for a t for a taxi ride so I did the yeah. usual turn down all the taxis but then looked on my maps and was like okay it's still quite far jumped on literally so they have motorbike taxis here so it's literally just motorbikes no like what like hop on hop off yeah of. so cost three thousand so it's like 75p and they'll take you anywhere in palomino but like so guy pulled up and i was like you sure like with my bag and he was like yeah so i had my small bag on my back and he put my big bag like on his lap and over his handlebars <laughs> like i thought that was crazy until i've seen like the four the full family of four on on a motorbike going around here it's crazy it's crazy how many people they fit on one motorbike yeah it's a really small town uh, so, like, the, once you get off the main road, it's just kind of, like, dirt lanes, like, with little hotels either side. They have big, thick ropes as speed bumps going across the roads. And, yeah, finally arrived at Casa Chapolin. And, yeah, it's beautiful here. Yeah, nice big lawn with palm trees. There's, like, a nice kitchen, living room area. The, I'm in a dorm room. Got my bottom bunk as usual. Yeah, really got this hammocks. Spent a lot of time in hammocks recently. <laughs> very comfortable I'm not comfortable in a hammock I, I don't like the movement no not not, not in that deal no well I, I like chilling in a hammock but I'm tomorrow I'm heading to a national park where I'm gonna sleep in a hammock yeah I'm not sure about that Simon here has told me about the going slightly more diagonal and you can get a bit flatter but that's why I volunteered for only one night rather than two. Uh, I sleepwalk as well, so the you know the element of being <laughs> suspended off the ground and possibly sleepwalking would definitely not go down well. I don't um, know, like, yeah. would you be able to get out of a hammock? I, I don't know. I'll probably find be, a way. Be a bit more trapped in there. So, so one time we went, we went when we went on holiday to Egypt, me and Minna. So that was I don't know. Uh, eight years ago. Oh, Rob, so on, one... that, on that subject, who are you and how do we know each other? <laughs> uh, my name is Rob, or Bowling, um, and I have known you, I think, I was trying to work it out when I was coming home from work today, I think it's probably about 12 or 13 years. Yeah. I just can't remember right. if I met you in second year or third year. But So I uh, dated and then later went on to marry... Someone that you went to school with. Yeah. Um, Minna Mustakari was her maiden name. She's now Minna Peck because yeah. I married her. Recent guest. Um, recent guest of Calls Home. Nice. Yeah. She's a babe. Um, so, yeah, that's how I know you. Um, but, you know, we've, 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 we've done Glastonbury together. You yeah. Know, chasing status. Oh, out. Load, loads that, of those things. That you know, high five during Chasing Status. Glastonbury yeah, is still like one of the most <laughs> pinnacle of, uh, yeah. of rave nights. That's, yeah, yeah 100%. You know. High five was the beat drops at yeah. Glastonbury. That was what a moment. That moment, what a moment. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever be able to recreate such a, an amazing no. moment. Yeah, no, it was, it was awesome. Um, yeah. Sorry, you were sleep, sleepwalking in Egypt. Oh, yeah, so we went to Egypt, it must, I can't remember, it must be eight years ago. But um, woke up, got out of bed, climbed up on top of the bed, and then walked <laughs> along 
Mina's legs like they were a tightrope and I had my arms out suspended trying to keep my balance so I didn't <laughs> fall off the tightrope. Um, wow. Yes. Okay. So I think if, if I'm going to get out, I'm, I'm going to get out. Yeah, you're going to find going a way. going to find a yeah. way. So don't sleep with me. Yeah. Not, not, I talk in my sleep as well. It's really bad. Yeah, not, not a good person to sleep with. <laughs> Poor Mene. <laughs> Poor Mene. But, but good luck for you and stuff, you know, in the in the hammock and things. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I... Yeah, so I got got here, arrived, was very happy to finally be here. Weather was nice and warm. I kind of my bed was ready quite quickly, so I kind of put my stuff down and then took a walk into town. So walk into town consists of walking out of the hostel, walking the two mm-hmm. minutes it takes to get down to the beach, walking probably about a hundred meters along the beach, and then turning back up another road, which is the main stretch, the main strip which is, again, just another dirt road, but with lots of hostels and restaurants dotted along it. Cool. Uh, I grabbed some lunch of just an empanada and a dedito con queso, which is like a little cheese finger, it translates to, basically. It was like deep-fried and delicious. Came back, chilled. Deep-fried, delicious cheese finger. Yeah, yeah, very nice. <laughs> and then had dinner in the hostel here. They cooked up a Thai, Thai rice dinner, which is very, very nice. Nice. Uh, Friday the 1st, I woke up woke up and went for a swim in the sea. First thing I did, I got up, put my swimming trunks on, and 7.30 in the morning went for a little swim in the sea. That must be cool. Yeah, very, very yeah. nice. Very refreshing way to wake up. The sea yeah. here is really, really rough. Like, the water's really, really choppy. But, okay. but, yeah, and, like, it is slowly eating away at the land. So, like, where some of the seafront hotels are, it's slowly, slowly creeping further and further towards the buildings. Glo- global warming, oh, global warming eat, is real. Them up. Yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> the, woman, the woman here was like, yeah, in a couple of years, she'll be the beachfront hotel. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> she, played, she played the long game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the waves are so choppy, there's a lot of, like, seaweed and stuff. So even though, like, you can get out, get out, and, like, I th- once I got out of the sea, I thought there was something in my pockets, but it wasn't. It's just mm-hmm. all the seaweed that gets into your pockets. Wow. And, well, you've worn swimming trunks. You can imagine how full the lining of swimming trunks gets with all of yeah, this crap as well. Not, not fun. Not fun, but still quite fun swimming around in the sea and playing in the big waves. I'm, I'm assuming they don't have the uh, RNLI over there, you know, looking after you in case you get in trouble. <laughs> no, no, they do not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then came back and, oh, the breakfast here is so good. The breakfast here is so good. It's the first place that I've seen that actually does uh, advertises an all-you-can-eat breakfast. So they okay. do omelettes and crepes, and you can have nice. one of each. You could have two crepes if you want. Uh, they have a selection of cereal. They have the usual bread, jam, and butter. Uh, yeah, lots of coffee. Yeah, like really, really filling myself up every morning. I really enjoy eating a chocolate crepe with fruit for breakfast because I'm a grown-up and I'm allowed to make these decisions. <laughs> Waking up after my first night and my, my feet are just ruined by mosquito bites already. It's, uh, it's bad. Like, really? Yeah, there's got to be a downside to 
this wonderful paradise. And yeah, people warned me how bad the mosquitoes are here. And yeah, they why, are. Why just your feet? Are you are you just like sticking them out the uh, mosquito net? <laughs> no, no, they're, they're. I think just a lot of them are on the floor, and your feet okay. are easier to get to than the rest of your body. You're quick. You're slower to so, swat away a so mosquito a, biting your feet than you are any other part. It's like of your la- body. lazy, lazy mosquitoes that don't want to fly any further yeah. than your feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, as much as I'm putting on lots of repellent, they're still still pretty bad. Uh, there is some sort of uh, they, there is like a they do believe there's like a genetic. Um, some people are more susceptible than, than to mosquitoes and attract them more than than mm. others. So maybe you're just one of those people. Maybe yeah, yeah. You just really like your feet. <laughs> just the right <laughs> amount of stink. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I've kind of developed a bit of a routine here of waking up, having breakfast, walking along the beach to read some of my book, coming back, playing some Hearthstone, uh, walking walking into town. Well, I say I keep referring it as walking into town. It's literally just the the parallel lane along here. Um, grabbing some lunch, coming back, doing some like writing. So I've been writing for my Dungeons and Dragons campaign because I've got lots of time here. Nice. Which is very, very nice. And then, like, doing a little bit of, like, future planning, figuring out where I'm going to go next, what I'm going to do because I haven't got, like, I've still got another month and a bit in Colombia. So I was like, I need to fill it with good stuff. Or, like, basically, I was like, I could just stay here for a really long time, but I'm sure there's other stuff I can do. So, yeah. I had to put some effort into researching that. Uh, and then, yeah, so on this day I walked in and had a sandwich for lunch. Sandwich and a beer for, like, £3.50. It was okay. Sandwich wasn't that big, but it was pretty good. Friday the 1st is International Vegan Day. Oh, wow. And we, f- we found this out on Saturday, the tw- on Saturday the 2nd. Because for dinner on Friday the 1st, we had barbecue ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, we missed it. Yeah, we yeah, we missed it. But the ribs were amazing. Yeah, home cooked here in the hostel. Absolutely delicious. Like yeah. crazy crazy delicious. Perfectly soft ribs with a really nice like sweet barbecue sauce. Yeah, the chefs here are very very good. Yeah, that was very nice. Yeah, Saturday the 2nd woke up, tried the omelet and yeah, bacon bacon just isn't the same than in England. You cannot get good bacon anywhere else in the world it seems yeah like i just want some thick cut crispy bacon and yeah it just doesn't exist and it makes me sad (laughs) and what you remember that on international vegan day or this is the day after international vegan day (laughs) (laughs) if that's an advert for not becoming vegan then yeah well, bacon's normally the one that gets people, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. It's the one that... I don't know, right? I don't know. Lots of people that were vegetarian that are no longer vegetarian often say that bacon was the thing that cracked them. There, there is someone at work who sort of slides between pescatarian and eating sausages and bacon. So, yeah, I suppose that probably is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like fish of the land. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> had my usual walk along the beach, read my book, and then popped into town. 
and on the way I heard a very strange popping noise and I sent you a recording of this <laughs> and I will yeah. I will cut it into the show because I have never heard that sort of noise coming from frogs. And the even crazier one from last night. So the one from last night was me walking back in the dark. Yeah. And hearing these crazy frogs, yeah. So, what, what, so you sent this to me and my initial thought was, what planet are you on? <laughs> I was like, this sounds like it's out of Star Wars. And I was trying to think of what film it is um, that I've heard that sound from and I still can't work it out. But when I do, I will let you know. It, but, is, it is very sci-fi. Yeah. It's very sci-fi-esque. But there was, there was like a, there's like a little croak right near the end of the clip you sent me and it was like, ah, uh, frog. Yeah. <laughs> Very much like, like almost a sort of noise I'd expect from a guinea pig. Yeah, I know what you mean. I thought when I when I was first listening, maybe like a some sort of lemur or marmoset or something, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But then, yeah. Uh, but then when you said it was bush, I was like, oh. Oh yeah, it was just, yeah in a bush. Yeah, hiding in a bush. Yeah, very very strange noises, and then. What, what colour what, what were they? I couldn't see them. That's what I think made it even uh, weirder. Yeah, I couldn't see them. You could just hear this really, like, strange, loud noise coming from the bushes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I think they, they're called dart frogs or something. I looked them up. But it was, like, yellow or orange dart frogs. And they're, like, VV poisonous. Really? Touch it and you die kind of poisonous. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. And, and they, I think they um, they live in in Colombia, so watch out. Oh, shit. All right. Okay, I'll watch out. <laughs> so, yeah, on, on Saturday, I went for my usual evening swim before I have my shower, and I was playing in the waves, and just as a, a big wave was coming, a surfer was also on this wave. I quickly turned my head to avoid getting hit in the face by a surfer, got hit by the wave, and then when I came up, I couldn't see anything. And it's because Ooh. my glasses had come <laughs> off. Oh fuck! In the waves. Oh no! And I was yeah, very much like oh fuck, this is bad. Like, obviously tried to have a little feel around for them, but there was That's not gonna help. No, no hope in hell. <laughs> I then. Oh, God. So what did you do? So rush, rush back. I have a spare pair. Luckily, luckily, I have a spare pair. And, yeah, so I came back, grabbed my spare pair, put them on, and then, yeah, yeah, was not happy about life because I'd just lost my favourite pair of glasses and then went back down to the surf to then, then, like, it just, just in some vain hope that my glasses had just miraculously washed up on the shore... And yeah, try yeah. So I had kept, and this was like at nearly six o'clock, so it was just getting dark. 
And yeah, had unfortunately no luck. Ouch. No so luck. Have you, in have you asked your, them. Your, your dad to send you a new spare pair? Well, no, I have a spare pair. So I'm, I'm just going to wear these. <laughs> to have a spare? Yeah, <laughs> no. Now what happens if you lose those? Uh, I'm in real trouble. But like, <laughs> I don't know, it'd almost be impossible. Like, I don't know where I'm going to be. I couldn't... I don't know where he could send them to. Also, that like, is accurate, yeah. Opticians won't make you a pair of glasses if you haven't had an up-to-date eye test in the last six months. And ah. I can't even remember where I got these glasses from. I think they were Tesco's, which have now been taken over, so they probably won't have my records. <laughs> yeah. I just need to be careful. Just need to be very, sure. very careful. And not just go- like. Don't Take go them sw- to your head. Yeah, don't go swimming with my glasses on, basically. Lesson <laughs> <laughs> uh, learned. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know, as much as the weather is lovely here, it is rainy season still. Okay. Which basically means by the afternoon, the rain comes. So, like, if it's not the afternoon, it's the evening. So, on mm. this day, I decided to walk into town and go get some pizza because everyone was recommending this great pizza place and on my way there I just got soaked I got absolutely soaked yeah unbelievable like it doesn't rain for too long most of the time but when it does it really chucks it down like biblical rain yeah like ridiculous (laughs) and that's why like the roads here the roads and the lanes are so fucked and there's like massive puddles in them but yeah, I got absolutely soaked. Waited for quite a long time for pizza. So like, lost my glasses, got soaked, waited for ages for pizza. Not my, not my favourite evening. But yeah, tough day. Tough my day. heart bleeds. Yeah, my yeah. Bleeds, <laughs> I'm so sorry that happened to you. <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to create some drama here, Robert, and it's like... I told you, I told you I haven't been doing much, so I've got to try and make all the small things seem dramatic. Otherwise, this will be a really boring episode. <laughs> but you just sound like a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all right. It's all right. Here's a here's a here's a bit of gold. On Sunday oh. the third, I went and bought some new flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about them. Well, you know, because my feet were getting stuck in the puddles, so like I nearly broke my flip-flops, so I had to buy some new ones, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're red. Yeah, yeah. Or a combination. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, I got some new red ones. Cost me £6. Perfect. No. Perfect. <laughs> uh, for lunch, I had a hot dog for lunch, and I ordered the hot dog because it was pretty cheap, and I thought, nice cheap lunch. And when I yeah. went to pay... They charged me for the... They call them super perros, like big hot dogs. Yeah. Super perros. And they charged me for the super perro especial, which I didn't realise that I had eaten, but apparently that's what I had eaten. And, like, my Spanish isn't good enough to complain. Yeah. Which is, like, I can say things are, are good, but I, like... I don't know. I think I'd eaten this upgraded hot dog... And I didn't yeah. have the confidence in my Spanish to be able to complain enough to get a discount. So I just kind of was like, just left and was angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just reverted straight into like British, um, you know, like temperament where it's like, I can't complain about the food. You know? Yeah. Just, just take it as it comes, you know. Yeah. Deal with it later. Um, 
But yeah, and then this evening, Sunday the 3rd, so I, since I got to like Ecuador, really, my asthma has just been really, really bad. Yeah. Like, really, and I thought it was like changing climate, getting to hotter weather, like maybe it's the humidity or something. My asthma just got really, really bad. And like for six weeks, I've really been struggling with it. Like taking way too much blue inhaler and like, tr- like I don't know, and whenever you, the doctors say like you should be taking your preventative, like I've got a red inhaler and like, so was really trying to push through and try and use that lots. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was really, like, getting frustrated with it by this point. It's been six weeks. Why isn't my asthma getting better? And I looked to, like, just double-check if it's empty. And it was on, fifth, like, it has a little countdown on it for how many times yeah. you've used it. How and many it, pumps? Yeah. It was on 55, and I can remember specifically checking it about a week before, and it's still being on 55. So, essentially, <laughs> I've, been using, I've been using an empty asthma inhaler for, for six weeks. this thing doesn't do anything anymore yeah yeah. and then I swapped to one of my like I've got so many spare ones threw it away grabbed a spare one and yeah I can breathe now ridiculous (laughs) so is it the climate is it the uh yeah, the altitude. No, no. no. <laughs> just, just empty. I've just, just run out. Yeah, just medication isn't <laughs> doing anything anymore. I, I trusted the medication when it said it had fifty-five pumps left, but actually <laughs> it's broke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then yesterday, yesterday, it's like, hello, doggo. Oh, he's getting annoyed. People are leaving. He's not going with them. There's, a, there's a really the dog here is very, very nice. It doesn't like other dogs, or when its mum leaves. Uh, there's also a really nice cat here, a lovely cat called Ulysses. Ulysses, which I think is a great name for a cat. And, uh, yeah, last night Ulysses came and slept in the bed with me. Aww. Such a nice cat. Yeah, I love it, love it. What did I say? Oh, yeah, yesterday, yesterday I went tubing. Oh, where? So there's a big old, big old river that flows down to the beach here. So, yeah. like, it's not enough that I'm relaxing everywhere. I thought I'd relax somewhere different sure. <laughs> on a tubing experience. So you pay, you pay basically a tenner and yeah. you get picked up. Like, literally, I literally told reception, I was like, I'm ready to go. And they're like, okay, cool, they'll be here in ten minutes. Like, every, there's so many people doing this tubing activity, so you can just go yeah. whenever you want. Yeah, so you get picked up on the back of a motorbike again and I, I'm not a big fan of motorbikes they freak me out a little bit and yeah like I don't mind them too much if I can hold on with two hands but I'm now sure. trying to sit on the back, back of a motorbike with a big tube in one hand and holding on with the other hand and yeah <laughs> not a fan of that over like all the bumpy roads and going up up a big hill Like, my one thought was, okay, if we go off, just, like, try and land on the rubber ring. (laughs) Try and land on the tube. Push the guy out the way and try and land on the tube. Just land on the tube, hope for the best. (laughs) Yeah, so you you do, like, a 10-minute motorbike ride. You then walk up and over a hill for about 25 minutes. Very, very warm and humid. Like, yesterday morning wasn't too sunny, which I think was probably a better thing, because it would have been just too hot. So you walk up this big old hill. Uh, when we were, like you up this big old hill along this like little pathway through the jungle, mm. we like stopped for a breather at one point, and I was noticing like how big these ants are, like huge ants, like literally 
five times the size of normal English ants. Crazy big. And like I was I like pushed a couple about with the leaf and I was like, these are huge. And he was like, Yeah, that's that's normal here. I then ended up getting bit by an ant. <laughs> sure. Pissed, messed with the wrong crowd. Pissed them off, yeah. Um, <laughs> got got to the river finally. And there's there's a guy in the river selling beers at the beginning of the thing. So sure. like you go up with a guide and the guide my guide Louis he he comes with you, so like he he does the whole experience with you. So like what, and has a beer with you. Well, I I I thought I'm not gonna get. I didn't, wasn't sure if he was coming with me, so, but I bought us both a beer. Bought him a beer as well. Oh nice. That's yeah. Funny. So yeah, then we get in the tube, and then yeah, so like we're we're having a bit of a chat. Good good practice of my Spanish. He clearly talks in Spanish to a lot of tourists because he talks very simply and very yeah. slowly and keeps it very yeah. easy. But yeah, he kind of like. Like, sometimes you're floating on your own. Sometimes he, like, hooks his feet under your tube and, like, make sure you're not going near the shallow bits and stuff. So he really, like, guides you down. But most of the time, just chilling down this really wide river through the jungle. Like, little birds called garas, which are, like... Mm. They look like herons, but they're either completely white or completely black, and they're about a foot tall. So, like, mini, mini herons. Yeah. Really cute. He was pointing out, like, all the different birds and pointed out there's a big old green iguana on one of the trees and there just came a moment where I thought you know what this is this is so nice and chill I'm like floating in a tube down a river drinking a beer at nine o'clock on a Monday morning I thought (laughs) this is amazing but then I got annoyed because I thought this is amazing but Louis getting paid to do this. <laughs> like, and you bought him a beer. And I bought him a beer. Like, not only is it enough that I'm thinking, huh, normally I'd be at work right now. And I was just thinking, this is his work. This is what he does <laughs> yeah. for a living. Hold on a minute, you can get paid to do this? It's just like, you have the best job. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, you then tube for probably like just over an hour. Nice. Really, really nice. Yeah, flows all the way down to the sea, and then a nice like fifteen minute walk from the from the from the river all the way along the beach back to my hostel. Yeah, super chill, really nice. And then yeah, last night I went for dinner, and I had arepas. So arepas are like a it's a traditional Venezuelan dish. Mm. Uh, I have described them before as they're like about the size of an English muffin but a bit more doughy and then they fill them with all different things okay the the ones I had here were like perfectly cooked so they were a bit more toasted and crisp rather than a bit like gross and doughy yeah Uh, but yeah I had it with chicken and vegetables and like all the restaurants here have got salsa verde, like green salsa, and yeah. like instead of ketchup in a squeezy bottle, they have guacamole in a squeezy bottle. Yeah, ridiculously nice. good. I think one potentially one of the best things I've eaten here so far. Unbelievably delicious. I'm definitely going back for them for dinner this evening. Awesome. Yeah. Corn cakes. Yeah. And then this morning, the usual, got up, had breakfast, went to read my book, went for lunch, and now I'm talking to you. Yeah, it's what, like, what, what are you reading at the minute? 
It's the what, same what book. The same book I've been reading for like two years. I'm nearly finished oh. it now. It's called. <laughs> it's called Blindness. It's yeah. It's a book about an epidemic where everyone goes blind. It's really interesting and pretty horrific. But yeah, it's. I normally read zombie books, and this is like similar, but a little bit different. It's a, it's a play on the zombie book. Yeah, yeah. I just seen. Um, Jan was just telling me Jason Jason Momoa is just starting a new series. Called yeah, it's called Seeing. Sea. So it's, that is that would essentially be set two hundred years after this book, but they're yeah. not they're not related at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I'm here. Now I'm here. Do you want Spanish phrase of the week? Yeah, hit me up. I'm going to be terrible at this. Fui a la escuela de bolos. Um, no. I don't, I don't, no. Fui, Say it again. Fui a la escuela de bolos. No. He went to a bowling school. Ah, well, I mean, that makes sense, actually. <laughs> how, how did I not know that? Yeah, I know, Jeez. Right? Let myself down. They clearly didn't teach you Spanish my, my, at your bowling no, school. It, no, no, French and German, and then I quickly decided I did not want anything to do with either of those, so... <laughs> <laughs> stopped when the opportunity arose. Uh. What's, uh, what's happening in the UK? Uh, what's happening in the UK? So, uh, Guy Fawkes, yeah? Yeah. That's, that's, that's what day it is today, isn't it? It's Guy Fawkes. It so is Guy Fawkes there, yeah. Everyone's, you know, throwing some shit onto a, a bonfire yeah. and celebrating the attempted murder of Parliament, which yeah. would probably be quite a good thing right now. Yeah, I saw some memes about that this morning, actually. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Like just pictures of Guy Fawkes saying, "Bet you wish I'd done it now." Sort of thing, or like, "I hear, I hear you guys could use me again, or something." Yeah. There's a there's a wonderful a wonderful rhyme that Jan Jan used to say around this time of year, which is, "Remember, remember the sixth of November because it's my birthday, and if you don't, I'll punch your lights out." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Jan. Jan's, that is a good rhyme. Jan's birthday tomorrow. <laughs> Easy to remember, but yeah. What? What's your favourite fireworks day, Guy Fawkes Day traditions? Oh, um, how, I don't know if how's I necessarily it have a with fireworks. Tradition. So at, we're going to try and go to some. King's Angley ones on Friday. Nice. We're gonna. Tr- so she went. She was at school. So she had her first day back at school after half term today, and they taught her about fireworks, and she was very excited about that. So we think we're gonna try her on some. She's obviously seen them from the house and stuff, but I don't think we've actually taken her. She's normally in bed by like seven, so it's like it's just a waste. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're going to try on this Friday, so I, I can let you know afterwards how well it goes, or, yeah. or if we fail miserably. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I don't. I don't necessarily have any um, traditions. traditions yeah. I suppose it's like this time of year. It's like you want to stay at home, get all sort of snuggled up by a fire, cozy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, have, yeah. have a good stew or a good roast or something like that to keep you. Like warm your cockles. Yeah. That kind of vibe. Yeah. 
Yeah. Love it. Nice. Well, bowling. Thank you very much for being my cool home this week. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, because when you're remembering the good times, you're living life in the past, eh? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>